If you're an average player, you want to be left alone, right? Because you want to be able to slide by. If you're a good player, you want to be coached. If you're a great player, you want the coach to tell you the truth every day. Did I hustle on that play? Did I make the right read? Did I play the guy with the right leverage? You want to know every play. Because you know why? They want to be perfect. Everybody here makes a choice to do one of those three things. Welcome to the Goat Consulting Podcast, a podcast dedicated to people striving to be a goat, the greatest of all time, serving it up in a way that you can get it in all stages of life. Hey, I'm Colby Jubenville, and welcome to another episode of the Goat Consulting Podcast right here in VC Productions in studio in Nashville, Tennessee. Tyler is on the road dealing with a, a family issue, a family emergency. We wish him well. And to the right, the um, goat's down. Wear, wearing his Blues Brothers uh stand-in suit my good friend Spency <laughs> to the left all the way from Brentwood Tennessee we call him the LinkedIn whisperer Captain Kintsugi the calming force to our show John Byers thank John you. thank you we had a We're great in, and wearing the shirt to kick off triathlon season oh yeah, oh, yeah. you just shirt. you just had your first run down first there in race. PCB right well you, no it was here in Nashville <laughs> <but laughs> Music City Triathlon yeah, Tyler Spencey's <laughs> shaving me. Uh, we, right do not, we do not edit here, folks, if you haven't learned that by now. We uh, we serve it up in a way that you can get it. We always do. we got a great guest for you today. It's part two of Mary Lee Kick, who's reinventing happy hour. We're going to talk about that in just a second. But let's set the stage. In our 20s, they teach us to get in the game. In our 30s, we move up in the game. In our 40s, we try to stay in the game because those 30-year-olds are so damn good. In our 50s, what the research says is we ask ourselves, what is it that, that you really want? And certainly, Mary Lee, you are somebody that's asked that. We also bring in goats. We talk about goats. Goats in sport are easy to see. They're recognized for their greatness. They elevate the play of those around them but in business it's people that compete on unique perspective unique education and unique experience what they do gives them energy and it gives other people energy it creates new <laughs> levels of challenge and new levels of opportunity i see you're taking on a new level of opportunity there presented to you by buzzball this segment to you in reinventing happy hour is presented by buzzballs and, and Dev Digital. And Dev it is. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Nailing it. And Dev Digital. You never knew when you took that class a couple years ago that you'd be sitting in the studio with me. No. All the way from Big Sky, Montana. Yes. Where we use cows for collateral. My, <laughs> my good friend, Marilee Kick, who was probably, I think to this day, my favorite guest so far. And I knew she would be when she responded to me so, so graciously on my way down to speak to 120 independent school administrators Very in good. Orange Beach, Alabama, who stared at me for the first five minutes and I had to win them over. It took five minutes? It took about 30, but I did it. And so so from, from teacher to buzzball queen of the, of the universe. Overseas, broadcaster. Miss Helena. She's Miss Helena. She is not. Monty loves ex girlfriend. That is a defining moment in his life. I mean, I'm looking Monty up on on uh, Facebook Monty when we get love. off this thing, and I'm going to write him, and I'm going to say I was going to do a story called 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 Merrily Kicks on Top of the World, but now I'm going to have to call it What Happened to Monty Love. She is not. She is not a team player, and no. she is here to talk more about that and. I'm gonna pop my second buzzball. Peach, well, I'm, I'm gonna join you. Cocktail. I'm gonna join you uh, right here. And and one thing, just real quick, before we get into it, like one of the the deciding factors for you for starting this was that you wanted to be able to offer a drink by the pool that wasn't filled with a bunch of non um, things that couldn't. That's very eloquent. Non things. Non non things that couldn't help support a buzz. 
like water. <laughs> That's a roundabout way of saying you, whatever. Can you rephrase but... that, Davey? Edit that out, please. No you, edits you on the to create, You wanted to create a drink that was not filling, that did not create bloating, and that gave right. you a little so buzz. Like if you if you sat on the plane and you know you you'd have to drink like three or four beers and you feel bloated and you have to run to the bathroom all the time, that's no fun. No, it's you can't not. wear a little there. black dress and and drink three beers. No, have, have, God, now see that's powerful. <laughs> you can't look good in a black dress. The last time you put yes. on a black dress, I thought you looked great and you drank well, seven beers. I did. Have are we? Are we? I'm thinking of everything. Apparently, I'm a part of the team now. Are we talking to <laughs> airlines about this thing? <laughs> we are. We're yes, on. We Actually. I, I want to say that when, when John popped that and I said this segment, Reinventing Happy Hour, presented by BuzzBalls, I'm just going to go ahead and tell you I was thinking it sure would feel good if BuzzBalls was a sponsor of the GOAT Consulting Podcast, but mm -hmm. hopefully we can talk about that at some point here in the near future. Not We're while gonna, she's recorded. You're putting no, her on I the think, spot there. That's Doc. exactly the point. We're going to slide you but the did napkin. Did you see that she laughed and smiled? Oh, yeah. It's We're a good sign. We're going to slide you the napkin. Sign right here, this napkin. <laughs> Solving problems and making Made decisions. America great again. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yes. We well, made America better today. We sure did. Mary Lee. Mary Lee. Mary Lee and did. Buzz balls. What in the world does it mean, cows for collateral? Where does that come from? Um, well, when I started my company, I didn't, uh, you know, I was told by the bankers, you don't have any collateral. You don't know anybody in the industry. It's a good old boys industry. You'll never make it. They'll eat you up. And uh, what are you going to do? Literally a good old boys, know? like women don't do yeah. this. You need to mm. find your lane. Mm. Pretty much. Yeah. And, um, you know, I didn't know what to do. I had a car for, for collateral and it was a crappy little sob, you know, car. Love those and cars. Um, that's all I had. I didn't have any money. And so anyway, my parents uh, who are farmers up in Oklahoma, they said, well, you know what you can use? You can use some of our cows as collateral. I'm like, they do that. They would actually do that. And they said, yeah. So they they allowed me to use some cows, like 50 of their cows, as collateral. That's awesome. Farm, um, farm credit. For a loan so farm that credit. I could get my business started. I love wow. that. Did I hear you just say, quote, unquote, I didn't know what to do? Did I hear you say that or was I mistaken? I don't remember saying that. I, I don't know. <laughs> okay. That I, I don't okay. Know. But what, but where was that? So you said, and, and they did it. You took, you went down to farm credit and said, I've got these 50 cows and they said, let's do it. Uh, I don't know how they did it. I, I just said, Hey, here's, here's my collateral. Here's the uh, lease to the ranch. And here's the, you know, the title for this. And then here's these cows you can sell. And, and what and year was that? It was only like, it was only like $178,500. That's how much I needed. Wow. And so I, I started the business with that. It was an SBA loan and I needed some collateral. So I used my car, that beautiful Saab, yeah. and yeah. Um, these cows. How many cows is $178,000? Well, apparently it's 50. That's what she said. That's 50 what you said. I had about 50. They had about 50 cows and then I had my car. And then the SBA um, covered part of that. So, right. So the, the bank's exposure had to be covered. So that was, I think the bank exposure on an SBA loan is like 20%. And then the SBA government, they don't need any collateral because they're just doing it out of the kindness of their heart. Now, 20 years ago, I, I took a trip to South Africa. And one of the most oh, fascinating yeah. things that I learned there is that when you want to marry someone, you have to offer a dowry. <laughs> 
to the other family. And they that, do that in India too. And that dowry. You is just to, learned that when you went there, and you didn't learn that in your history books. I was twenty years ago. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like twelve. Out of all the conversations <laughs> you and I have had about the education system, yeah. that's what you're pinpointing. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. And that dowry, typically, that's that you offer as the male to the the family, the father, really, of the the one that you want to marry, is of as of cows. It's cow collateral. Yeah, because mm-hmm. the wife is basically purchased for <laughs> yeah. this man. You, you say, How do you feel about You say that? that with a little bit of a uh, little bit of angst there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes me mad. It makes me mad. You know, I'm I have a Harvard group, and um, I went to school at Harvard. Got my um, I saw that OPM oh, thing there. So just got done with that in November. Um, but you know, there was a lady in my class, very successful. Um, she she makes a lot of money selling sandals in in India, but she was she had an arranged marriage. And um, I said, doesn't that drive you crazy? And she said, no, no, we really get along well. And other people that have had these arranged marriages seem to be OK with it. But I don't know. I'm just I'm a modern woman. I, I just think that yes, I think are. there's a whole series on it on HGTV or something called uh, My Gypsy Wedding. Like, something like That's that right. now where they have the whole series on it and everything. So it's also kind of normalized in the United States in a, in a mm. minute percentage but Spencer yeah. bringing some of his bringing perspective. I agree with you go ahead and say it I was going to say the same thing but I'm glad you will I, I it bothers me it bothers me so mm-hmm. what what bothers me is in today's world women are not seen as equals mm-hmm. you know they are I'm, and okay okay you can say okay it's a man's world these men are going to eat you alive or whatever in this business but I've become the number one ready to drink cocktail in America you know, with this, with with me, a woman who didn't have experience at the helm, you know, and did I do it all by myself? No. Do I have a great team? Yes. But because they, um, they took a chance on me, you know, um, but you don't label your, you don't label yourself as as a feminist. No, that's not where you're coming from. No. When you say that. No, but but if you look at it, if I if I asked you, John, like who's who's the most um, who's your what what's the best woman mentor that you had in your life? My mother. Mm. Exactly. Not mine. John. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't know that I think of. Any... And, and and I would say just for the record, any mentor, my mother, I would not be who I am today if my mother did not invest in me in the in the ways that only she knew how to right i mean and, the, and, the first and, person and, that and, comes and, to mind for me i mean my wife and i have known each other for 25 years she's the first person that comes to mind to me because she helps bring out this side of me and be more thoughtful and mindful and she's wise beyond her years and always has which i am far behind all my years in wisdom that she just helps me catch up in a number of what about you spency Probably on the spot, the only one I could think of is my mom. Okay, so this is my point exactly. Mine's not on the there, spot. That is the truth. This, we fell this right is, into the trap. This is my point. <laughs> if I said, who is your most famous male mentor? It's not going to be your dad, or it could be. But for the most part, every single guy I've ever asked says, says their, mom. their mother is their mentor because there aren't any female mentors in this freaking okay. world, you know, and, and that's the sad thing. So there, I like if you that. get this, if are you get you this accepting, book, are there's you a accepting book. mentees? 
Because I yeah. will fill out an application. Can there's I fill a book. out an application? There's a book. I'm not in it. There's a book <laughs> called Bedtime Stories for Rebel Girls. Ooh. And I would suggest getting it and reading it to your son, your daughter. You know, it's a good little one page uh, story books, you know, that basically talk about females that have done amazing things. They're not popular. They're not fancy. They're not, um, um, but you know, like Madeline Albright or whoever invented, you know, Condoleezza Pascal, Rice. the language, you know, or whatever, you know, or, or Madame Curie, you know, I mean, these, these women, it's like, they're so um, repressed and pushed back and not in the limelight. They're never saluted as heroes, you know, I mean, they're never what? talked about. And why is that? Because they're just doing the dishes and raising the kids and doing all these other things as well as doing all these other amazing things too. So, you know, I mean, when you think about your mom being amazing, that's great. She is, but we really need to have more females that we go, okay, I really wish I was the president of the United States. Well, who's the president of the United States? Well, it's this guy, you know, so, and it's always a guy, you know, or I want to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, or I want to be um, the best football player. So I just, I really want women to be able to hold their own at the mentor table. So I've got another question, but I feel like because we're on this topic, I just want to dive into the things that we well, think, I think she's doing it. Yeah. The things she's we think and do it. not say, which really comes from the movie, Jerry Maguire, one of the greatest of all time, by far, super movie. And at the beginning of the movie where he writes this mem- it, a mission statement, not a memo. It's a mission statement, not a memo. He makes that very clear. And it's called The Things We Think and Do Not Say. And it's the future of our business. And he's talking about how the business is going to move forward in the future. You always point that out, and I'm glad that you do because I kind of forget that last part, and it's important. It, it's, it's so a, important. It's important. And it's you a can future find- for it's a future focused document. This is how we yeah. are going to move forward as an organization. And you can find that document by the online. way. It's, it's online now, as of a few years ago. But one of the things that I thought about, and and this is somewhat in the in the vein of of what I wanted to bring up, at least in this topic of things we think and do not say, is is this whole conversation. You're proud. Of, and you showcase and put out to the world the fact, I mean, it's on every every can. It's a woman-owned business, which is super cool. So here's my question. And maybe the things that we're sensitive to and asking this question, do you have to behave differently as a woman-owned business, as a woman, business leader, mentor, leader in the world? And it doesn't even matter that you're, a woman or not, I mean, it does. So I don't want to dis- dismiss that. You're a le- you're a business leader. Do you have to behave differently because you're yes. a woman? Yes. I mean, bottom line, say yes. More, um, say more about because, that. Because, um, well, I mean, you could come with the obvious of, well, if, if, if a woman is really harsh on things, she's a bitch, you know, I mean, you can, mm. you can label her certain ways. Do guys but, get to, uh, be- if, if a woman and a man behave the same way, do you get labeled differently? Yeah, they're labeled completely differently. You, you know, she's overzealous. She's aggressive. She's domineering. She's, um, yeah, she's a bitch. Um, she's control freak, you know, just all these kinds of things. And, and that's okay. But I think that, um, is it, is think, it though? It's not okay. Well, I mean, I, it's okay. If you have confidence, if you don't have confidence, it tears you apart. 
So, you know, in terms of a woman leader, you have to have confidence and know that you know your stuff better than anybody else and, and have confidence in that. Well, that's a difference right there. Like, because you're a woman, what I just heard you say, you need to know more, better, faster, quicker. Like you need to outperform and pace and absolutely. You you, you really, you really believe that. I think, I think, I think I have to outperform and I have to do it quicker. But haven't you and done I have it? To haven't keep you done track it? Of all, huh? Haven't you done it? But I'm 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 constantly I getting back to what you said earlier, like what what do I think and and have to do to push the business forward? Yeah. I have to constantly reinvent myself. So like, you know, buzz balls is one thing, you know, but before that I was a voiceover artist before that I was a computer programmer before that I was Miss Helena before that, you know, I was my husband's mother. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, but, but does you know, that, does that, I, does that narrative, mother. does that narrative come from you, the things that you want for your life, or does that narrative come from outside of you? I think that's, from inside because of the way I was shaped from the outside. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like my internal survival skills. Like you're kicking. What I hear when you say that is I'm owning my own stuff. And it also came from somewhere, right? Like, yeah, it came from, and it also being bankrupt. It came from the fear of, of getting a divorce and being destitute and having no money and what was I going to do and I need support and how am I going to do this? You know, so I, I think that, you know, having the relationship skills and being able to talk to somebody and come up to a complete stranger like Spencey yes. and say, Hey, Spence, you yeah. know, can you help me with this, please? And then he'd do it. Right. But now if, if I was a big B-I-T-C-H, you know, and came up to him and say, Spencer, I want you to do this and I need it done now. You know, he's going to look at me differently than if I I sweet talk him a little bit. Mm. And I think women, what's different between men and women is women know when to sweet talk Mm. and they know how to use their sexuality to, to, to their advantage. You I'm know, oftentimes, and I, okay, okay, I'm oftentimes accused of using yeah, my sexuality I know. to my advantage. <laughs> All right, Marilee, so, so think about what you just said there. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it's that, not a double standard yeah, to me. Yes. Doesn't no, that, it's not. How? It is not a double standard to me. How? Hmm. How what? How is it a double standard or how, how is it not? How, a is, double it not? how is it not? That's the real question. Because I think that relationships are are key to anybody's survival. And if you know how to survive, you can, you can use it to your advantage. And I think once you have built a, an empire, like I have now with the queen of buzzballs here, um, you know, in a great company, it's easier than to come in with that base underneath you and say, okay, this is what I want to do. I need you to do this. I need you to do that. Let's do this. Let's do that. And and it's okay to be the commander in chief at that time. But when you're just starting out and I don't know Spency, but I need a drink at Spency, <laughs> you know, 
please? <laughs> Will you get me that gin and tonic? <laughs> Full disclosure, I, I get the point you're trying to make, but because of my personal background and everything, being raised by two sisters and my mom and everything, whether or not you would have a harsh tone or a more uh, still you say, seductive tone, I'd still do it. Yeah. I, I get the point you're making, and with the majority of people, absolutely. So, so Thank you. Th to come full circle here, Marilee, here's what I wrote down from your Forbes article that I think so resonated with me that I think makes you different than anybody else that I've met that talks, that's willing to speak about this subject. You said women have, this is from your article, women have quote unquote special skills that men don't. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, but but nobody says that. Nobody talks, and that's the point that she's making. And I think if we, what if we really had a com a real conversation? 100 true. If we had a real conversation about that, because that is where true innovation, joy, change can happen. That's being vulnerable to say. Why can't we say? Men have different skill sets and women have different skill sets. And oh, we do. They're totally different. You know, like in my own company, in my own company, even though it's not okay to say, you know, you're, you're a guy and I want a guy for this job or you're a girl and I want a girl for this job. I do in my head segregate that a little bit, you know, like if there's a job that needs excruciating detail and multitasking ability, I'm going to give that probably to a female. Yeah. You know, if I need somebody that's going to bulldog their way into something and, and, and beat people up, I'll probably put a woman on it. Yeah. You know, if, if I need a salesman who's going to play the game and not rock the boat too hard and know how to wiggle their way through the, the waves, I'm going to hire a guy, Andrew. you know, because that's Andrew. Yeah. You know, I mean, they find a way to get things done, um, but they make friends while doing it. And it may not get done exactly on time or exactly like you wanted, but you're going to get maybe more than what you wanted. You know, um, I've, I've got some just incredible talent that I've seen and men and women both. You know, it's like when you play to their strengths, you you win. You know, it's like if I need guys to come in on the weeks uh, during the week and run my production operations and I say, hey, guys, this is do or die. We've got to get this done or else we lose this many chain accounts and we have this problem. Are they going to get it done? Absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. They'll get it done. I love they'll, this they'll, they'll work all night, I love but this then they're going to drink. They're going to drink three buzz balls after they get done at the end of their shift, you know, but they're going to, yeah. they're going to get it done. Did you say at the end of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love what you're doing. I love the work. I love the philosophy, the values. It's super cool. We could probably go on. We, we well, need some, we need some songs. We, we do need some songs. Yeah. We, before we, one of the ways that we honor our guests, one of the final ways is we, uh, just before we land the plane here, we want to peel the layer back one more time with Marilee Kick, coolest name we've ever had on the show, by the way. And we want to hear <laughs> the top five songs on your playlist. Five. What? Yep. You can't manipulate the playlist. Start with one. Okay. Top so five. Do you start right. with five or work your way back? Or let's yeah, start with five. Let's start with five and work our way up to the end. I like to just say there's no Ooh. there's no particular order, but you know. Whatever. Okay. Well, that's no particular order. We'll okay, that sounds happens. better. No particular. Because I would have to think if I had to put them in a certain order. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Aerosmith, Dream On. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. 
Love that one. Yes. Thank you. I like seal crazy. <laughs> John. Seal. It's resonating it. with you. Resonating with you. What's the 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 rose song? That one, that's oh, Kiss from a Rose. Yeah, I like <laughs> that one too. So, the Rose Song. The Rose Song. Oh, I think that's weird. about cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I think I it is. It. Um <laughs> I like um the Georgia satellites. Oh. Love the Don't Georgia give me stuff. no lines and, and keep, keep your, your hands to yourself. yourself. Yeah. Darius Rucker does an incredible version of that song. Moves mm-hmm. me. Takes me places. Mm. Very special. Well, let's see. What number am I on? Is that three? That's three. three. That's three. Um, James Taylor, Fire and Rain. Oh, oh. so good. Mm-hmm. Did you know that he wrote that song while he was in jail? <laughs> no. Yeah. Was it in Carolina? Interesting topic. Look it up. <laughs> in my you know what? My husband met him at the pizza joint here in Big Sky. He put, came in and was getting a pizza and standing in line next to my husband. And my husband didn't recognize him. And so cool. of course, James didn't recognize my husband. Tim calls him. My husband now calls him Jimmy T. <laughs> <laughs> We're buddies. Jimmy T. Hey, possible spokesperson. Uh, possible spokesperson for Buzzballs. Yes. James Taylor. Mm-hmm. And number five. Uh, let's see. It's kind of a toss-up. I like Sting and I like Charday. Oh um, man! Wow. I like uh, "You Gotta Be" from Charday. Mm-hmm. What about from Sting? Gotta be bad. I like "Field of Gold." Oh, and I like yeah. I like "Fragile." Uh, how fragile we are. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. What I is can that think s- of a lot of fun. Hmm. That, that I just a, saw Sting in Nashville. That is a very interesting. I love list. Sting. God, yeah, he looks like he's forty. I mean, what does that? What does that say about you? Those five songs, like, what is? I that? think it says that I'm old because my sons went and bought me you this concert ticket and took me else. to this thing, and Sting was there, and he, and my my youngest son Andrew was like, "Ooh, man, there's a lot of hot older women here." And Andrew, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh my." Gosh, you know, Auntie Love would be so proud. What is Christmas Christmas like at your house? With the whole family, you know, working together? With the whole family working together. What is that like? It is so much fun. You know, I I overdo it. I usually am drunk or something and I buy Christmas presents online. So I like... (laughs) Buy weird things like the snorkin rabbit, <laughs> magic eight balls, slinkies. What about a chia pet buzz ball? That's got to be the next yeah. thing. I mean, we just come. you know, I mean, anything's game. So like, I'll buy too many socks for one person, like thirty pairs of socks. You know, just because I'm like buying stuff online and forgetful. Are there any so, uh, buzz ball candles in the works? Is a callback to the original invention oh. of it? We've got some buzz ball night lights, but the next greatest thing that's coming soon yes, tell us you heard it here first folks. <laughs> bud balls oh boy two bud two balls. iconic brands coming together bud balls straight yeah. out of texas this is very exciting you heard it is it's, you heard it here first mm. I would love the to. Goat Consulting Podcast. If you need anybody, any official testers, please let us know. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the things throughout my um, conversations with you and reading about you and learning more about you is that you always want to continue to grow and develop and learn. And, yeah. And you love that. And in our in our conversation leading up to today, uh, one of the things that you I asked you, what's next for you? And you talked about taking plastic and turning mm-hmm. it into fuel. 
And yeah. And so you've conquered so, you've conquered this yeah. this massive empire where you used to make one by hand and then ten by hand, and then now you're making five million with this production facility in, in Texas. Tell us about why you want to do that and what the future looks like for for Merrily Kick and the Kick family and and uh, Southern Champion brands. Well, um, you know, I make uh, right now the world has a plastics problem, you know, and um, with uh, plastic garbage and I use, I have a plastic container there. So, um, you know, I want to be part of the solution to fix plastic and uh, we also have this issue with gasoline prices going through the roof and, and our yep. uh, dependence on gasoline. So I started doing some research uh, back in 2017 and discovered that there's a, a, a system called pyrolysis. And pyrolysis is the distillation of plastic. Hmm. And that's what I do. I distill stuff, right? Yeah. You know, and I make fun drinks, yeah. right? Well, this is a, a drink for your car. So, um, you know, I'm going to make some gasoline out of it. So what you do is you distill wow. this plastic, you get it super, super hot and you have any kind of plastic. So styrofoam, you don't have to sort it, you know, like right now, when you go to your recycle bin and you put in um, your stuff, you have to sort it, you know, and it's like, well, we can't recycle styrofoam. We can't recycle um, plastic bags. We can't recycle Bic razors. We can't recycle certain things, right? Ballpoint pens, you know, things that are commingled, um, uh, you know, whatever you have to wash out your Tide jug, you know, so it has to be super clean before you put it in your mm-hmm. in your recycle bin. Well, with this, you don't have to do any of that. You don't have to separate. You don't have to sort. It's just it goes into this big stew pot, you know, and it's like a seven ton, seventy five ton, however big stew pot that you want to have. And you put this plastic in there and you melt it. And then the the byproducts that come off of there, kerosene. Uh, paraffin wax, um, gasoline, diesel, and it's high in cetane, you know, and it's high in octane for the gasoline. So that can be cut with ethanol and it can be sold to like, say, uh, you know, uh, uh, Valero or somebody like that or BP. So um, that's what I'm getting into next, guys. Wow. I'm, I don't know what that's I'm doing, cool. but I'm going to go figure it out. And I'm going to. Yes, gonna you be, will. I believe I that will more figure than anything out. else you've said. <laughs> Yeah, Gosh. I'm excited. So Barely, that's coming it is, soon. It's so cool to have you here. Oh yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you. I'm making America great. The, the, right, first, the <laughs> first time one of my goats has been dethroned. <laughs> I yes, I mean from Zima to now. Zima was such an '80s, and it's such a throwback to now. To uh, well, the, what what goats do balls. is they level up. They level up former goats. That's right. That's what you've done. Such a joy to have you. That's here. right. We we uh, we so appreciate you taking the time, uh, thank you guys for uh, with us and um, you know there because of you our life is better. Yes. There, there is no doubt about it, and because of you, I think the world is going to be better. And I just want to throw this out to you to think about. Certainly, my life got better from that little gas station in North Alabama to down there in Orange Beach. But if you're thinking about making a run for politics and you want to be the first woman president i'm i'm ready to stand in a ticket with you so i'm thinking kick jubinville 20 2024 i will lead the way with you as the first female campaign candidate manager, right? here's, yeah. the, here's the campaign manager here's your department of uh insurance and, and finance and uh 
We look forward to I seeing. I don't. You. I don't think I have the, enough political tact. Or, <laughs> that's what I think. The, I think we've learned more than anything. The world needs that more than anything right. else is not to have that political tact. You're a force to be reckoned with. I, I, I love your company. I love your brand. She reinvented Happy Hour. She reinvented Happy Hour for our hey. good friend Marilee Kick. I'm Colby Jebenville for Spence, Spencey, and John and John Byers. This is the Go Consulting Podcast. Oh.